If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Kenny Pickett dove for the goal line on third down. Looked like he really smacked his head hard off. Yeah. I was worried about a head injury at first, but he you look at it from the other angle, you can see his ankle kind of get rolled up mm-hmm. on. Tomlin said he aggravated an injury that was already lingering in the ankle. He had surgery yesterday, uh, kind of a, a revolutionary surgery from what I hear. Uh, it's designed to really speed up the process of healing a high ankle sprain. They like attach like something to the ankle that make it stronger and support it more than it should while it's in the healing process. But it's still two to four weeks. It's not a miracle cure where he's going to be able to play in a couple of days. He's definitely not playing against the Patriots. No, already probably out. not playing against the Colts, which, which is, is great. A massive game. Awesome. And then we'll see about Jake Browning, who is the next coming, I guess, in yeah. that Cincinnati game. The are day the Bengals before, back? Are the, the day Beng- before Christmas Are the Bengals going to make a playoff push of their own? Let me tell you this. You know who thinks that? That Cincinnati locker room thinks that. Absolutely. That, that, that makes them a dangerous After team. going into Jacksonville last night, balling, they, letting TJ, or sorry, T. Higgins and Jamar Chase ball out. Listen, it's too crowded of an AFC race right now for them to get in without Burrow, in my eyes. But don't tell them that, and that makes them very dangerous down the stretch here, Jacob. They are going to be a team that is difficult to deal with. And you know who has them this week? The Colts in Cincinnati. So the Bengals still have a a, a chance to make a fist of this, and I wouldn't just completely write them off as an easy win right now. I I expected the white flag to go up because of the Burrow injury, and they kind of looked shell-shocked still against the Steelers, even though that was 10 days removed from the last time they played when he got hurt. But they looked like a team that was completely refocused against Jacksonville. And yeah. honestly, one of the more fun games I can remember watching from the weekend. It was a, it was a blast, a shootout. Yeah. So your quarterback's injured now if you're mm-hmm. the Steelers. Um, he has the ankle injury. The timetable, two to four weeks. You know, At the latest, he might not play until that Seattle-Baltimore game. Yeah, great game to come back to, right? Seattle, in Seattle, or in Baltimore. And now I'm, I, I'm very torn with where I go with the Steelers now because Kenny ain't exactly the greatest quarterback on the history of the planet. I don't know if I'm breaking any news to people. Some people <laughs> might be outraged by me saying that, but it's just fact. Yeah. So what's the drop-off between him and Mitch Trubisky? Unfortunately... I still think it's kind of significant. And as bad as Kenny looks, as you could argue him a bottom of the league quarterback, you know, in the 30s when you're ranking him, he still just for whatever reason would give me more confidence down this stretch than Mitch does. He's just shown more, and I hate to go off of this because it's so cheesy. He's just shown more intangible kind of things. He's shown better connections with Deontay and George Pickens. He's shown more of an ability to win late in games. Um, it's now been twice that Mitch has come in in relief of Kenny with an opportunity. 
in a close game at the time because, you know, coming out of halftime for this game, it was only 10-3 to down to the Cardinals. And I forget what the score was against Jacksonville, but the Steelers were only, what, a touchdown away? Uh, or a touchdown behind? So he had two opportunities with the same exact team. And this week, he could have done it without Matt Canada to come back and lead this team to a, a come-from-behind victory, but it didn't do it. And had, what, two turnovers in that Jacksonville game? Two interceptions, I believe? We just talked about, you know, we give more fault to um, Mason Cole for the bad snap on the fumble, but that box score still checks off as a turnover by Mitch Trubisky. It does, as unfairly as that might be, but hey, when a wide receiver gets a ball tipped off his hands and it mm-hmm. lands in the lap That comes the center, on the quarterback, not on the wide receiver, the right. It's an unfair position when it comes to that kind of stuff. I just I think I've seen enough of Mitch. I mean, yeah. I, I just don't have much confidence in the guy. I know Here's a question I know for people you. like to say, "Hey, he did it in Chicago," and they like to point out some highlights that he had in Chicago. That was his peak. I mean, that was the best he was ever going to be in the NFL, mm-hmm. and he's just never going to get to that point now again. Here's a long term question for you. I'm not saying that Kenny's a bust. I'm not saying that we should all give up on him right now. I'm getting kind of tired. Of the lackluster play, I'm getting kind of tired of what he's thrown zero touchdowns in his last seven games or one touchdown. Let's in his put last... it historically: he has 13 touchdown passes in his career. That's the worst mark of mm-hmm. any quarterback that's thrown at least 700 attempts in yeah. NFL history. Yeah, um, I'm not. You're floored by that because you don't want to. Yeah, call I, him I, I, really, I kind of left though? speechless. How can you not call because him I, that? I'm or at saying least start like, to flirt with that. I was saying like I'm not gonna call him a bust, but the more numbers you throw at a person trying to argue for Kenny, the less likely they are to <laughs> yeah. stick by their opinion. You, you're coming out here, you if you're trying to defend Kenny and you've got some cute little fourth quarter comeback numbers mm-hmm. and some wins numbers, that's nice. But I got those historical numbers yeah, in the right. back pocket. Exactly. I mean, I, Think I mean, about, you literally just you literally just stopped me right in my tracks. Think about some of the quarterbacks who have thrown 700 passes in this league. That's yeah. like Josh Rosen, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, you literally saw me. I wasn't going. Tim Tebow had more touchdowns. But you saw me. Game. I wasn't going out on a ledge to defend Kenny's, right? I was just saying. Oh, no, I'm no, not, no, 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 you aren't. But you still stopped me in my tracks. My my question is, the, did the Steelers kind of go 0 for 2 in their pursuit of a quarterback in one offseason? In one offseason, it looks that way. Yeah. And I think you can already say they're 0 for 1 on Mitch. I think I'm pretty confident in nailing that one. I mean, he was picked to be the starter, and he's been a backup pretty it's much just, since that Like, Would the narrative even in Pittsburgh be different on Mitch if Chicago didn't take him with the second overall pick? And he was like a fourth-round pick that because they just signed. Because if he wasn't taken with the second overall pick at Chicago, and the Steelers still ended up with him in the way that it's it transpired with uh, getting him from Chicago— the Steelers would be saying, okay, we got a guy that we can maybe try out. But when Mitch was signed before Kenny was drafted, everyone was saying, well, he was the second overall pick. He was just put on a bad team. You bring him to Pittsburgh, the guy can do wonders. We're going to save him. And I, by the way, I'm kind of hearing that about Justin Fields, too, now. Have you heard those? Oh, if, what Justin Fields to go Pittsburgh? Get Justin Fields oh yeah, next year. Oh yeah, and no, I'm I'm worried. I don't want Justin. No, Fields. I don't think Justin Fields is very good either. No. I think that would be a very minor I think minor he's upgrade. had, in two years, four or five good games. You know who I would rather go get? And I don't, this is, you know, 
I don't want to play this hypothetical for too long or even say that they're going to move on because they're not going to move on. I think Kenny's going to be their quarterback next year. I'd get Kyler before I'd get Justin Fields. Ooh, I would. I think they both aren't very good. Yeah. But I'm just looking at Kyler, the, who's t- shorter than you are. I'd still get him. I mean, well, and then here's the other thing. A good offensive coordinator can get around a short quarterback. That's not really. We well, don't, we don't what have Pittsburgh that. has we don't right, have now. That right, right now. Exactly. Um, again, I think they both are pretty bad. I'm just saying quarterbacks that might be on the market because their team take takes one early in this upcoming draft class. I don't Kyler might be more attractive to me. And then of course Mac Jones would be at the top of the list for me. I would want him. Clearly. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. How uh did you see all the memes of people like um, using George Pickens watching his draft selection or the J- Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix uh, show, like the NFL forcing you to watch Bailey Zappi versus Mitch Trubisky on Thursday night. This is an old movie. I don't know if you've seen it. The uh, Clockwork Orange, though. Oh, yeah. I've never seen it, they but I know the, the chair, scene you're referencing. They hold his eyes right. open so yeah. they can you know, brainwash him. Is exactly Al Michaels? A lot of people were saying this is the game where I'm out, Al Michaels finally quits. <laughs> Before or after the game? It, I, I don't. At, at some time. point, Herbie? at some point, he's Herbie? gonna quit. I'm out. You gotta take over. Yeah, I'm bud. out. I'm out. Use of the. Here. You know, you follow Kirk Herbstreit on Twitter. Yeah, he brings his dog Use everywhere. Bud, the dog. Or yeah, ben, bring, ben. Ben's the name. Right. Use bring Ben, ben in studio <laughs> and have him comment. Yeah. Exactly. This is the game that kills Al Michaels' career. It really could be. Doesn't kill it because he's not. He'll be remembered as a great. It'll just end his. I career. might kill his career as yeah, far like, as I'm not calling games. Yeah. Anymore. Right. Yeah, he just got off that speedball of a Dallas Cowboy Seattle Seahawks game too. So, oh, I but mean, that's like, like the be- the that dip. might be the best game that he and Herbie have I'm called saying, in two like, years. The yeah. juxtaposition from one week to the oh next. Oh my god, that game was in the like what was the total in that game? Like close to the seventies, right? I think it was, it was like at least 38, 35, or thirty four, thirty one. Maybe yeah. flirting with seventies over under. This over under is set at thirty and a half. And Tom, didn't you say you were watching Good Morning Football? And they were talking about it being in twenty. They were like, and oh, I would take the under. 20. I would take the under. Yeah, wherever like it Steelers is. Steelers win thirteen to three. Tom, we we illustrated that the the Patriots defense is zero and four in their last four games, despite allowing like a combined twenty seven some points. So they're not scoring. The Steelers just scored ten points against the Arizona Cardinals. They scored sixteen points against the Bengals. They scored. 10 points against the Browns. Where are these points going to come from? Tell me, on both sides of the football, where are these points going to come from? I don't know. Yeah, Why are you yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. me asking so me that question? I'm just saying, hammer that under. No matter what it is, hammer it. You're Dude, not going to get good money because it's going to be such minus odds. We'll but- talk about this game a lot tomorrow during our show. Let's talk about the future now, though. Because Kenny's out for a couple weeks. They have a 53% chance to make the playoffs. Gut feeling right now, are they getting in? No. I think that's what my gut feeling is. I'm looking at Cleveland still alive. I think they're going to win this week. I'm looking at Do you think they're going to win this week? Let's start there. I think they are. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. No, but I think they're going to bounce back. Because they'll lose next week to Indy. That's eight. I think they'll lose to Indy. They'll lose in Seattle. Especially if Mitch is quarterback, I think they'll lose They'll lose in Seattle. And then they'll lose in Baltimore. Well, Cincinnati, see, the they weird, might the win. The weird thing that opens up now, though, since you've kind of dropped back from Baltimore, does that game matter in Week 18? I'm still going to say Baltimore yes start because it's guys? so close for the number yeah. one seed right now, and the Ravens right. want that bye. So, but I'm still saying they might beat Cincinnati at home. Plus, the Ravens haven't beaten the Steelers in like four games or something like that. Right, so, like, they're going to be. They probably just want to beat the Steelers, and it's in Baltimore. 
But I think the one seed is going to keep the starters in that game. They lose they're going to want the bye. They can maybe win one more game down the stretch. Two games if you so want to say New England and Cincinnati. Okay, but that's nine. Yeah, but I'm looking. I'm look. Okay, ready? I'm looking at maybe Buffalo. No, no, no. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying like that's only nine wins. Yeah, like, that doesn't get you in. And, maybe and, Buffalo, maybe Cincinnati. Cleveland, I think is. Uh, I, I don't know if Cleveland's. Done. I think. Cleveland's but I'm looking done. at Indy and Houston I'm now. At Houston for sure. I'm looking at Houston as the one team that's not in right now as the team I would Tom, probably say is gonna get. You know who's on the quietest, longest, current winning streak in football right now? Well, Denver just lost and Philly just lost, so it's someone new because they were on the longest winning streaks. Yeah, who is it? Is it Indy? It's Indy. Is it three straight for Indy? It's four straight, four straight for, for Indy. Indy. It, they're tied. It's it's San Fran, Dallas, and Indy. And the Rams have won three straight. I know that. The Rams Down have won in the NFC. Three, you know who else? The Your pa- boy. The Packers. Yes. Yeah. I was right about Jordan Love, was I not? Look at you. I was right. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have punted as fast as I did. But I was Indy's right. got Cincinnati. They just beat Jacksonville. Okay, that is a playoff game. Like that's a sw- like just as for much sure. for Cincinnati as. But they also have at the Falcons. They have the Raiders. Those are easily winnable games. They can beat the Steelers in Pitts in in Indianapolis. They can beat the Texans at the end of the year too, especially if that. Means, well, I don't know. I like. Something. They're both going to be playing for it though. I just I'm what I'm saying is Indy is a contender for that wild card spot. It's a contender. Houston for, is about, obviously. Let me stop you there. Yeah, hit the, me. both of them. Contenders for the South now too, with Jacksonville dropping. With Jacksonville losing that game, losing the, that game. so you have to include Jacksonville as part of the wild card picture too. Right. The three. There's three teams in the South. There's four teams in the North. Well, the Ravens are probably out of the wild card picture, right? You'd think they're probably going to get a division. So three teams in the North going for a wild card. Mm-hmm. Denver has creeped back into the picture. Yeah, they and just... Buffalo is in the picture still. I mean, that is eight teams right now that could realistically. Get those three spots. No, I'm with you. I I, I don't see the the craziest part of this all time is that Pittsburgh's still in the five seed. I know they got lucky with the Rams beating the Brownies and still having the tiebreaker over the Colts and over the well the Texans are six. The Colts have the tiebreaker over the Texans. And the Steelers have the tiebreaker over the Colts, which is why Pittsburgh's at five, Indy's at seven, and Houston's at eight. And and Cleveland sits there at number six. six. Yeah, they're they didn't have any real damage done in the immediacy with that loss to the Cardinals as far as their standing are concerned. But again, like I said, you basically gave up any chance of the division by dropping that game to the Cardinals. And now, as we look down the stretch, we're struggling to get to ten wins. Yeah. This was supposed to be a win. Patriots were supposed to be a win. And you were supposed to just need to get one win between Indy, Cincy, Seattle, and Baltimore to get to 10 and probably get into the playoffs as one of the wild cards. Instead, you have to find that third win between the Colts, the Ravens, and the Seahawks. And on top of that, a team that you can't afford to just assume is going to win can't drop one to New England and can't drop one to to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And I don't think they're going to drop one to New England, but... Okay, what if Cincinnati beats the Colts next week? Then then you got to take Cincinnati seriously. And Indy's desperate too. On right. top of that, the week after it's so a must win for them against teams Pittsburgh. That you got stacked up against each other. What's up? I'm John Wall, and I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year. Elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jake Browning, okay. Jake Browning's not good. No. He had a great game last night. It's frustrating that other quarterbacks have great games like that, and it's 24 starts for Kenny, and you haven't seen it really once. Like, bad quarterbacks even go out there and ball out from mm-hmm. time to time. Jake ba- Browning is- Bailey Zappi did it for the Patriots last, last year. Last year. Mac Jones took him to the playoffs last year right. and had a couple of games where he was like 350 yards passing. It DTR. just happens. It just mm-hmm. happens, except Gardner Minshew him. can do it. Uh, who else are we going with? So the Aiden people- O'Connell in Vegas can do it. So people that are pointing out Jake Browning and spreading or sharing that passing chart last night as a way to be like, oh, it just keeps getting worse for the Steelers. I don't think Jake Browning is going to be a good NFL quarterback. No. I think he's going to be a good backup, but I think he's not going to be consistent enough to do that week in and week out. I bet the Colts have a little something for him next week, and it's not as easy for Jake Browning as it was against Jacksonville and Jacksonville. But my point is, and I think the reason why people are so frustrated is, why is this undrafted kid from Washington making his second career NFL start able to put up numbers like that? That Kenny Pickett has never round, come close. The first to round doing pick so. of his class, who has 23 starts under his belt, has yet to even broach a game like this. Uh, was it? Kenny Des- thrown for 300 yards once in his career, and it was in a loss. He did it in garbage time. Right. Desmond Ritter, uh, the only other guy that's getting a legitimate playing time from Kenny's draft class. Uh, Howe. Sam Howell, too. Oh, I'm thinking of Sam Howell. Sorry. And Purdy, technically, because Purdy was undrafted. All three of those guys. Are way better than Pickett. Well, let's not say Ritter is way better. Howell puts up way better numbers, and Purdy is an MVP. So, yeah. I mean, it ain't good. And I don't want to say Kenny has to be as good as Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy clearly has something destiny. Yeah, written. He's right. written in the stars or something mm-hmm. like that. But he's got to at least throw up some performances like this if he wants to be taken seriously in this league, and he he's yet to do it. He's yet to do. That's I what mean, frustrates me. Tom, it's not that he's yet. It's not that he's yet to do it. He hasn't come close. It's not like okay, he's doing like two fifty and two touchdowns and maybe a pick a game, and he's completing seventy to like sixty eight percent of his passes. He hasn't come close in a win. To well over 303 plus touchdowns. And he's in start 24. Like how career. many? Ga- we, he did it against the Raiders, I remember. Two tutties was the one. The Raiders was, that, was that the only time he's done that this the, season? The bomb to Austin. And then and the, the pat firing with touchdown. It's the only time he's done it in his career. But I was there not a second time he did it? Did he do it against the Rams maybe? No. No, you're right. He, Tommy, he didn't have a single touchdown pass in that game for that matter. So he's done it once. You have his game log in front of you, right? Yeah. When's the last time he threw a touchdown pass? Uh, Let me see. Last time he threw a touchdown pass, it looks like, was against the Titans on Thursday night, 
First week of November. Yeah. We're in December. It's been a month since yeah. he's thrown a touchdown. Tom, I mean, I'll do you one better. He went two weeks before that. He's thrown since the first week of October. One touchdown pass. One touchdown pass. Hello, ding dong. Like, you want to go over his yards? Why are we not? Let's, hit, let's hit his yards total in that span since uh, since that first week against October. That do you remember that? It was against Baltimore. The last touchdown pass that that starts the streak was that George Pickens. Game winner. Yes. So since then, since that day, 230 yards, 68 completion, zero touchdowns. 73 yards, 62% completion, zero touchdowns. 160 yards, 63% completion, one touchdown. 126 yards, 60% completion, zero touchdowns. 106 yards, 53% completion, zero touchdowns. Against the Bengals, 278 72% completion, zero touchdowns. This week, he was 7 of 10 for 70 yards. Before he got hurt. Before he got hurt. It's like that's like A.J. McCarron back on like the 2011 Alabama football team where they just didn't let it. He only had to complete 10 passes. All he had to do was hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. And, and make a first down every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I just stumbled into that. Speaking of first downs, we thought that, you know. Oh, after gonna, last week. After building right. off of last week and then facing a Cardinals team. That is just the worst in the league at getting off the field on third downs. Steelers were 4 for 11 on third down conversions. They were like 0 for 6 at one point in the game. And then the Cardinals on the flip side, they went 10 for 17. <sighs> That's on what third you down thought. Tom, you said this earlier about game strategies, forcing the other team into, into mistakes and running the football. And it was reversed. The Cardinals forced the Steelers into mistakes and they ran the football with James Conner. Third down, we thought, okay, you're going to repeat from last week. You're going to. You're going to convert more than you don't, and you're going to force the other team into barely anything. Well, guess what? The Cardinals were 10 of 17, and the Steelers were 4 of 11. Exactly the opposite of how you thought it could go. James Conner's not going to the Hall of Fame one day. Probably won't make a specific team's Hall of Honor one day. But just what an incredible NFL career he's Mm -hmm. carved out for himself. And with someone who was dealt a torn ACL at Pitt, a cancer that he had to recover from at Pitt, and to win ACC Player of the Year and then go to the NFL, make a Pro Bowl, have a 1,000-yard mm-hmm. ste- season with your hometown team with the Steelers. Then he leaves for Arizona. Jacob, he's been better in Arizona yeah. than he even was Pittsburgh. So this this guy, and Tomlinson in his press conference leading up to the game, you know you know what you get with James. You let him get into the second level. He's, he, he's a real son of a gun to take down. Boy, he is a physical runner. He won angry runs this week on Good Morning Football. Uh, Rightfully just so. Throwing some Steeler yep. out of bounds yep. towards the sidelines. He he is a back that if I'm a team on a contender, like if I'm a the Bills, like why haven't you gone and gotten right. this guy yet? Like why why are you just letting him kind of sit in Arizona? I have a feeling he's going to make his way towards a contender sooner rather than later because anybody that needs a running game, a hard nosed running game in December and January. I mean, this guy is just ripe for the picking, I think. And and the big thing, he's been healthy in Arizona for the most part. Right. Which has been which a Which is what he couldn't do in Pittsburgh. So just a, a quick hats off to James Conner. This game, he said it meant a lot to him afterwards, and he was running. Like, it certainly meant a lot to him. Two toddies and 105 yards on the ground on 25 mm-hmm. carries for the pit product, James Conner. But yeah, 10 for 17 on third downs for the Cardinals versus 4 for 11 for the Steelers. I mean, you know, the thing that people hung their hat on last week since you couldn't point scored, since they only had 16 of them, 
was that third down efficiency and the fact that they got 10 first You kept the ball in your offense's hand. You kept your defense off the field. You gave them a lot of time to rest. And the Cardinals were the ones that did that Mm -hmm. in this game against the Steelers. As opposed to the Steelers being able to extend drives. It was just, it was more of the same from the offense and it hurt a little extra because this was by far the worst defense that offense had faced all year. Like, I think a, a, a nice excuse baked in was, well, the defenses the Steelers have been playing this year are all worse. Really guys. great. Mm-hmm. Not the past couple of weeks. They only put up 16 points against the Bengals, who just got torched by the Jags for 31 points this week. And then you only, or you gave up 24 points. Or excuse me, you only scored 10 you points only scored 10. to mm-hmm. the second worst scoring defense in the entire league. It, 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 again, like we said in the first episode, it really puts into perspective this maybe being one of the worst losses mm-hmm. that you can yeah, remember. You let the, the Cardinals get a road win for and, the and, first time in over a calendar, a full calendar. And remember, year. all last year we were talking about, or last week we were talking about how, oh, finally they didn't dig themselves a hole and we can just, you know, win down the stretch comfortably and get into the playoffs without having to need a, a Harrison Butker missed field goal here and a a Jets safety in this game for us to get in and hopefully they don't tie in the night game. Like we thought finally for the first time in years, we weren't going to have this week 18 scoreboard watching scenarios. And now we're right back there with just one loss to the Cardinals because the, you couldn't factor in a loss of this magnitude when you were trying to prognosticate how the rest of the season. would go. <clears throat> yeah. I'm not giving a moneymaker today. No, I'm just not doing it. I mean, Teddy, I'm sorry. I mean, can I, I can I maybe just no. say, okay, yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I just, I'm not doing it, okay? I mean, pay that no. man his money. Teddy, no. You shut up. You shut up in there, Teddy. You go back in your room where we keep you. Jacob's going to get you some more Oreos later. No money makers. <laughs> no one gets paid today. No one. Not even Matt Damon. <sighs> Tom, I just, do you remember that first try for the Steelers? This is the point I was trying to make. Najee had a really good run. Pickens had that great, great... Think about that, too. 70 yards for Pickett. Almost 50 of them came on one play. Right. When that drive was unfolding, I thought, okay, here it is. This is the day where this offense can put up four-plus touchdowns, potentially 30-plus points, potentially 400-plus yards, and just drive this thing away in the first half and never worry for a second. And yeah, they came away with only three points, but they didn't look bad doing it. And in the very next drive, they forced the Cardinals into a three and out. And I thought, okay, this defense is standing up while this offense is able to put points on the board. And from the rest of the game, it was from the rest of the game, you saw none of what you saw from the defense and the offense. Maybe we can give Connor a moneymaker just because he's from Pittsburgh. Do you want to? No, I don't. Okay. No, no one gets paid. Teddy, go back in that room. No one gets paid. No one gets paid today. We all, we, me and Jacob get all the game checks today. That's cool with me. That's really cool with me. Student loans, goodbye. Gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, and jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team. They're at one of the Steelers' official pro shops located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or the Tanger Outlets, or you visit online at shop.steelers.com. League's going crazy, including the AFC. But actually, the NFC wildcard race is crazy, too. It's all crazy. We're going to talk about that craziness next, recapping the week that was in the NFL. It's coming up on the Steelers Standard.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 